Welcome to Let's Get Metaphysical, the show that stretches you beyond your five senses. When you are looking for your next step on the path into the unseen, we've got you covered. Join epic adventure seekers and level up your game with your host, reality magician, Allie Bierman. Greetings, epic adventure seekers. Welcome to your guide to demystifying your world. I'm Allie Bierman, and you are listening to Let's Get Metaphysical, Connecting Heart and Mind. Today, it's going to be just me and you, just the two of us. But first, I have a question for you. Have you ever felt like life just happens to you? If that's you, I make a gift for you. Step in a new direction. In this quick read, a guide actually, you'll begin to discover your power and control every day in your life. The link to download your copy is in the show notes. And now what I want to talk with you about today is something that I went through mainstream psychology to get a degree and then did extra studying. And mainstream psychology works very differently from the metaphysical realm. So when I was in an extra course after getting my degree, the person who was supervising the course had a very interesting term. He called it magical thinking. Now, mind you, this is something that they really believe is happening. That's not healthy. And it's not a way to see the world if you're a healthy, normal person. Ooh, ooh. Here's what he was labeling as magical thinking. One of the other colleagues in the class under the same person's supervision, had mentioned whenever she goes to get eyeglasses, the frames that she wants are on sale. But she said it happened every time when she went to get them. And he stopped her and he said, beware of magical thinking. And everybody else in this small group in this class nodded in agreement with him. And I'm thinking, seriously? Magical thinking. Here's how the world actually works. Your thoughts are very real energy. They're going out into the universe. But guess what else is happening? Energy is coming back into the universe, coming at you in the form of messages. And you can choose to discover how to recognize the messages. Because maybe they're coming as feelings call them gut feelings, intuition. And maybe they're coming because you walk by and here's just a little piece of a conversation and you hear just a few words that, oh my goodness, it's a solution to the problem that you've been dealing with. Maybe you're driving by a road sign and you see just a few words on the billboard and lo and behold, it's a solution to something that's been driving you batty. That's how the universe works. The universe talks to you constantly. It gives you nudges. If you heard Daniel Hall's talk on one of our early episodes, 
he talked about how he followed nudge after nudge after nudge that took him from first being a nurse, then being a successful lawyer, and then on to a career as an internet program creator extraordinaire. You get nudges all the time. If you ignore the nudges, the universe has to get louder. The same kind of person might have a different face, a different name, but they'll keep coming at you, presenting the same obstacle, the same issues, the same problems. Because the universe is trying to get your attention always working in your highest and best interest. Here's a very powerful example from my own life. I was working in a crisis care facility as a psychotherapist. Our clients came there because they were given the alternative of go to this small residential facility. I think we had only six residents there at a time, very short term or go and get committed into the psychiatric ward at the hospital. What would you do? What the heck kind of choice is that, right? So I was working in this place and we didn't get really dangerous clients too often. Oh, but sometimes we definitely did. I spent so much of my time counseling my colleagues I think I spent more time counseling my coworkers than I actually spent counseling the residents. I knew that was a very unhealthy place to be. The dynamics I saw going on there, I knew, man, I got to get out of here. So I started looking, but I didn't look awfully hard to work someplace else in the universe said, enough is enough. I'm taking you out of there. So this very, very very, very, did I say very enough times, dangerous client came into our facility. The facility she was supposed to go to refused her because they knew how dangerous she was. But there was a rather young person running our facility and she said she couldn't say no. Mm. Okay. I came in to work one night. There she was. And two nights before, she had attacked the copy machine. This was back in the days when the copy machines sat on the ground. They were enormous things. She had attacked it. The staff had then locked themselves safely in the office so she couldn't hurt them. Well, I came in to work that night. I was definitely not thrilled when I learned that she had been in a very dangerous episode two days earlier. And the male partner who was supposed to work the shift with me, he wasn't there. There was a young substitute, a very young female instead. Right away, I got nervous and I was putting that energy out into the universe. Okay, you got to be careful what you're thinking because thoughts are real energy. They really do go out into the universe. And sure enough, this person who was developmentally challenged anyway, who was three times my size, she was over 400 pounds, went into a schizophrenic episode. She didn't know where she was, she didn't know who she was, and she was full-blown dangerous. She cornered and attacked me, literally cornered me with her size. I could not move. And she repeatedly 
in the head. Caused quite a bad brain injury, right? And she would have killed me if I hadn't known. I was responsible for the six people in that building and I wouldn't lose consciousness. So I got out of it and I won't tell you the rest of the story. Go read my book, Thrive, Don't Just Survive, for all the details, what happened. Most importantly, how I healed myself when the doctor said that couldn't be done, right? It was clear to me that the universe had been trying to get me to leave. I did not leave. I did not pay attention to the whispers. So the universe got louder and louder until I got hit over the head repeatedly with a two by four in the guise of an enormous powerful hand. A tiny person in a schizophrenic episode is dangerous. So somebody who's over 400 pounds and mentally challenged on top of the situation, just really, really, really not a good place to be. It was clear the universe wanted me out of there and the devastating effects of the injury were such that I had to go within. I couldn't follow a conversation. My eyes couldn't see things the way they actually appeared. And anyway, it was so extremely painful having my eyes open. Basically for 17 months, my eyes were closed most of the time. The really cool thing about that is I learned to hear air moving or not moving. I could tell when the water was filling up the glass because the pitch of the sound of the rising water was rising. I could tell when I was walking outdoors if I was walking by a tree or a building or a car because the airflow stopped. That was a really cool gift to have. Not that I really would ever want to have it again. But here's something else in the metaphysical realm to watch out for. Be careful what you ask for. The universe is always giving you what you ask for. And the thing is, you are asking for it out of your awareness. You see, if you're a woman, you have 80,000 thoughts a day. If you're a man, you have 65,000 thoughts a day. And guess what? 95% of those thoughts are the same ones you had the day before and the day before that, and the day before that, and the year before that, and the decade before that, out of your awareness. That's why your world looks the same every day. It's important to be aware that your world looks the way it does, because that's the energy, because those are the thoughts you're putting out to the universe. The universe doesn't know good or bad. It just provides whatever you're asking for, and you're asking for it energetically with your thoughts. As I said, conscious, subconscious. Getting back to the notion of the magical thinking, this person would go to the eye doctor or the optometrist wanting a certain pair of frames, putting out the energy, they'd be there for her, and she'd be able to get them. In my own life, this is how it looked. I lived in the Boise, Idaho area, a very, very, very cool place to live because no matter which road I went down, there was a library. The 
best library system I've ever seen outside of New York City. And each library had a strength of an exhibit in one area or another, but they were all big libraries with lots of stuff. Whenever I'd be driving by a library, I'd just ask the universe, my guides, my angels, is there something in that library for me now? I don't hear voices, but I get real strong feelings. When I would get a yes, I would pull into the library. I'd walk into the building and... I'm doing all this in my head so nobody sees me talking to myself. I ask, where am I supposed to go? So I would be led either to the videos or the audios or the books or the magazines. And very specifically, I'd be led to one particular item. And this is what's so cool, too. I'd reach for the book that my conscious mind thought I wanted, not paying close attention, grabbing the book next to it not even realizing it while I was checking out. Then I get home, pick up the book, and I'm about to study, and ah, uh, that's not the book I had intended to get. No, but it was the book the universe knew I really wanted to get with the useful information then. Magical thinking? No, oh, there's no way it was magical thinking. It was what happens every day and every moment. We're putting out these thoughts to the universe of what we desire. The universe always gives us what we're asking for. You think affirmations don't work? Affirmations work 100% of the time. The thing is, most people are asking them in a way they don't reach the subconscious. You need to reach the subconscious to be able to get translated into infinite intelligence, a universe that fulfills on your desires. But most people are saying their affirmations not only incorrectly, but they're doing them twice a day, right? Maybe once in the morning, maybe once just before bed. And the rest of the day, their mind goes back to the 95% of the disempowering thoughts that keep them stuck. So the universe says, okay, let's see, 2% of the day you have these thoughts, but 98% of the day, hmm, I'm gonna go with the 98% of the day. That's what you want, I'm gonna give you more of it. And so you stay stuck. Now this is a really good place to take a quick break. Today's show is brought to you by Metaphysical Ministry International. I get to be the minstrel minister at Metaphysical Ministry International. What I do there is teach you how to go beyond your five senses. Because 99% of the world is not possible to access through sight or hearing or taste or smelling or touching. Only 1% of the world reaches you through your five senses. I made a gift for you. My most popular book, What You Don't Know, You Don't Know, How Your Brain and Mind Keeps You Stuck, has been downloaded thousands of times. And what I am doing for you, my epic adventure seeker, is giving you the ebook along with the audio 
And there's also an extra bonus that you'll discover when you get it. This is a very special offer just for you because normally I sell this set for $27, but for you, $9.97. Follow the link for the special offer in the show notes. And now, getting back to the topic of so-called magical thinking as it's labeled by mainstream psychology. When I would go grocery shopping, I'd write a list. When I write something, I tend to hold it in my mind so that I very rarely have to look at my list, but I do write it in the first place. I go into the store, have my shopping list, right? And 90% of the items on my grocery list are on sale. This doesn't just happen randomly here and there. This happens all the time. The universe always gives you what you ask for. Become aware, become conscious of the thoughts that you're thinking because they're going out to the universe. They're going out there as something like prayers and the universe responds. If you're seeing your same world day after day after day, it's time to stop to catch yourself, to ask, what was I thinking that caused me to feel that way? If you're feeling a way other than happy, because our default way of being is happy. A normal, healthy birth yields a baby who's happy. It takes a whole lot of energy to turn happy into unhappy. How many unhappy people do you know in the world? Do you ever notice they're also short on energy? They need to take a nap in the afternoon. They just can't keep up with you or their children or their grandchildren. It takes a whole lot more muscles in your face to frown than it does to smile. Everything that you do in your life, especially if you're going to a job you hate, if you're doing activities you really don't like, but there's some kind of monetary reward or some kind of valuable prize at the end, your whole purpose in doing that is to feel happy. As Daniel Hall said in his interview, he provides very many means by which people can become financially independent, not because of the money, but because of what the money does for them, allowing them to live happier, more rewarding, healthier lives. You still think it's magical thinking? Or are you ready to stop? and pay attention anytime you feel a way other than happy stop yourself and ask what was I thinking I thank you for joining me here today and I look forward to being with you again next week You've been listening to a talk on the wilder side. Thanks for tuning in to Let's Get Metaphysical. 
Be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a single episode. And while you're at it, please leave a rating and review and be sure to share it with your friends. Tune in every Monday for more exciting insights and wisdom on life beyond your five senses. Until next time, take a small step in a new direction. Start now.